good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey there. Lil. We're here. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. How good. about you? You know what? I'm having a good day. Good. I'm having good. a good day. So the last couple of times that we've uh, had the chance to do this show, <laughs> we've talked a little bit about our new initiative, the 50 yes. over 50. Yes. And, and I don't want to just keep you know, pounding this, except for it's so exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting. And so I'm going to put in another plug for it today, yes, just yes, because yes. there's so many great things that are going on with the 50 over 50. We want to make sure everybody knows about it. it it's a it's a set of curated lists mm-hmm. of individuals who are over the age of 50, who are just doing amazing things mm-hmm. in the world. And there are three parts to it, three areas, three sections, yep. if you will. The first one is the fittest yes. 50 over 50. And uh, if you want to get a taste for what that is like, all you got to do is visit the 50 over 50 dot fit. And those numbers are numbers. Yes. Don't spell those out. It's <laughs> the 50 over 50 dot fit. And there's a list of 25 men, 25 women that are just doing amazing, incredible things in the world of sport. We've got world record holders. We've got yep. national record holders. We've got an 80 some year old woman who's a parkourista. She does parkour. She uh, jumps over benches and climbs <laughs> up walls as best as she can at 82 years old. We've got Ironman champions. We've got CrossFit champions. Yep. All kinds of just amazing, amazing individuals. The last couple of shows that we've had, we've mm-hmm. visited. We have. With a couple of people on that list. Inspirational. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh. So if you're in the mood to be inspired, check out the 50 over 50 dot fit and that'll give you the 50 fittest people yep. over the age of 50. The second one that I wanted to t- touch on is our change makers. Now we have uh, the opportunity, we have presented the opportunity to you to go to the50over50.cares mm-hmm. right. and you can nominate someone in your community, your circle, whether that's a, a parent, a volunteer, a grandparent, mm-hmm. a teacher, a police officer, a fireman, whoever it is in your community that's making a difference in, 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 trying to make the world a better place. Right. We want to hear about those people. Right. And we're going to take all those nominations and we're going to curate it down, find the best 50 out of 50, 50 over 50. Right. Now, now it's worth noting that all of these people are over the age of 50. And so our change makers need to be that as well. Right. So if you know somebody who's over the age of 50, that's just making a difference in the world, making it a better place, we definitely want to hear about that. There's Absolutely. A, a form that you can fill out. Mm-hmm. It gives you a chance to give a little background information, the things that they're doing, what they're involved in. And then we want to curate that whole list and find the top 50 and shine a light right. on people who are making a difference Absolutely. in the world. And then the last one that I want to touch on is what we call the <laughs> rockingest 50 yes. over 50. <laughs> Lil's been practicing. I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is just a list of, again, artists who mm-hmm. are over the age of 50. One of the criteria is that they have to still be out there doing right. their thing. They've got to be making music, putting out albums, still touring mm-hmm. as much as we can in the right. age of COVID-19, yes. right? I know not, not everybody's <laughs> out there. Not really no one is out there touring right, right. now, but, uh, they're, they're, uh, 
there's still people that are making music. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the 50 over 50 dot rocks, yep. you can check out that list of 50 musicians, artists who are still providing the soundtrack to our life. And we've decided that we want to narrow this list down to the best of the best. Yes. So for the last month or so, we've had the opportunity for people to go in and vote for their top five favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And now <laughs> we have narrowed the field down to the top 32. Yep. And it's set up in a final four big dance NCAA basketball tournament kind of setting yeah. where there are brackets that are set up there. And we have artists that are going head to head against other artists. I know. Now, who are, who are some of your favorite matchups? Because we've got some pretty interesting matchups. Well, I really don't have a favorite, but my the hardest one I have is Donny Osmond and George Strait. Hello? <laughs> Two of your favorite artists, yes! right? Yes. What am I going to do? Way, the way that the rankings played out, they just happened to be going head to head. I know. So George Strait, Donny Osmond, who, whoever you, you know, is your preference. Okay, your, Mick your Jagger and Barry Manilow. We've got Mick Jagger going up against Barry Manilow. And they're even right now. They're tied. <laughs> they are. So if you feel strongly about either of those artists, That's now right. is the time for you to check out the 50 over 50 dot rocks mm-hmm. and vote for your favorite. And there's some other great, oh, yeah. great uh, matchups there. Yeah. And just great artists. When you look at oh. these at these uh, individuals, the men and the women that are on this list, you're going to be like, yeah, these guys are still rocking. Yeah. They're still kicking. <laughs> and, and again, we were very open with yeah. our interpretation of rock. Yeah. And we've got all kinds of genres. We've got pop musicians. We've got country musicians. Yeah. We've got a few crooners that are in there. We've got some rock and roll oh, as well. Yeah. You know, a little, <laughs> little bit of a, of a jump in your step. But, um, you know, lots of lots of fun. So, again, the mm-hmm. 50 over 50 dot rocks. Now, those are if it's if it's hard to remember all of those web addresses, the central location for all of the fifty over fifty can be found easily at the fifty over fifty dot com. Right. Which is the more common <laughs> web address that we're used to. So if you go to the fifty over fifty dot com, don't forget the the that's that's important. Right. The fifty over fifty dot com, you'll see all of these areas that are played out. And again, the idea, the hope is that we're just shining a spotlight on what it means to age actively. And all of the individuals that are being spotlighted, they're being highlighted on these lists are doing that Mm -hmm. in spades. (laughs) And so check it out again. That is the 50 over 50.com. And uh, you can check out the rockingest, the fittest, and uh, give us your nomination for the change right. makers. So, Lil, today's guests. I know I'm so excited. Are our good friends, Clark and Carol Poulton, AKA Bit Younger and Lil Bit Younger. I know. These two amazing <laughs> individuals are not only the directors of our cowboy action shooting event at the Huntsman World Senior Games, which they are, mm-hmm. but they are also 2020 Hall of Fame inductees. I know. And we're happy to have them both. So excited. <laughs> well, thank you for having us, Kyle. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure. So I want to talk a little bit about this sport of cowboy action shooting. Yes. Now we've, we've, we've held events for cowboy action shooting for the last 18 years Mm -hmm. at the Huntsman World Senior Games. So if you've been around the games, maybe you have heard of it and might be familiar, but if, but if you're unfamiliar with the sport, how would you explain what this pretty cool thing is to everybody? Well, it's, uh, if you've watched cowboy movies, you have, a pretty good idea what it might be, except we don't shoot people. We shoot steel <laughs> targets. And we shoot steel targets with live ammunition. We dress as cowboys of the Old West. We shoot 1800s 
firearms. Okay. Well, like I said, with live bullets, lead wow. lead bullets, and uh, we it's a it's a highly safety motivated organization. We have loading tables where you, you you come in with your unloaded firearms. You when you find out what the stage is going to be that you're going to shoot, you go to a loading table and you load your firearms. Then when you're called up, you stage your firearms. Your pistols are in your holsters, and your we start with two pistols, single action revolvers, a lever action rifle or a rifle. It could be a pump rifle, but usually a lever action rifle and a shotgun it could be a side by side or a pump or lever action shotgun. And you always stage your shotgun open and empty and you load it when it's time to shoot it. And then you, when the buzzer goes off, you move to shoot your firearms as quickly as possible in the prescribed manner, which is uh, given to everybody before we start. And if you shoot it out of order, you get a 10-second penalty. You get a penalty, oh, right? Wow. <laughs> if, you, if you miss a target, you get a five-second penalty. And uh, then the fastest time at the end of the day is the winner. And if there are safety infractions, there are penalties for that oh, yeah. as yes, well. Yes, there are. Oh, I'm not the one to speak about safety infractions. <laughs> That's the technical part of it. I was interested in cowboy action shooting um, when I learned that there was a costuming aspect, yeah. and a socializing aspect. Absolutely. And it truly is. The costume or our alias is determined by, you would choose a character of the Old West, um, perhaps a, a profession of the Old West, and then you develop your character and your alias accordingly. Some of our costume competitions, we, we do have uh, an actual competition at our awards banquet and some of those are determined not only by the costume but by the firearms that you're using they're very very specific to that alias so it becomes uh, rather technical and there are a lot of rules to keep it consistent within that sport you i've seen some of those hats that those women wear yes yes oh my goodness well i'll tell you it's it's not just the women i mean oh absolutely hats that the men wear are also custom made um just they're beautiful yes the whole costuming aspect of it is a lot of fun you brought up a good point because you can be at one of our social events and you'll hear some men in a group talking about their costuming and about some of these (laughs) details and women might be over in another corner and they're talking about their firearms (laughs) it brings out a little difference you definitely do see that yes um, you know on the on the field of competition as well as in the social aspect and and yeah. the social aspect is really has always been a part of not oh, only yeah. the husband world senior games which it is but it's always been a part of cowboy action shooting as well and there are so many benefits to that you know the the idea of, of competing and and working towards goals but also that social aspect is so good for our minds and it you know it staves off everything from depression and anxiety to mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and you know there, there are so many benefits right. to being socially connected and that has always been a hallmark feature that you find in cowboy action shooting right I was going to say really fast is that it may you might not have heard of cowboy action shooting but if you've been a part of the games you've seen them that oh, is absolutely. for sure That's absolutely there is uh y- yeah you there you can spot them in the oh crowd. yeah oh yeah <laughs> So, so you guys, uh, 
we're kind of drawn to the the sport for a variety of reasons the the costuming the social aspect obviously the competitive part of it as well um, we have a, a a very active club here in our community, but there are there other clubs around the nation and even, as you mentioned, uh, around the world. If someone was interested in, in finding a little more out about this event, how would they go about it if they weren't a local? If they're, if they're local, first of all, we shoot out at our shooting range at the Southern Utah Shooting Sports Park near the DMV in, in the uh, – In Hurricane. Yeah, out in Hurricane, out by the In Hurricane, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And we're there the second and the fourth Saturday of uh, every, every, month. every month. Okay. And we the, the winter hours, right now our hours, we start at 8 o'clock in the morning. Our winter hours will be 10 o'clock. We start at 10 o'clock. Mm. And if you come out to watch, uh, there's always someone will step forward and grab you by the arm and try to tell you everything <laughs> you, they know about cowboy action shooting. <laughs> And everything you might want or might not want to know. <laughs> Every, everything you want to know, whether you want to know it That's or not, right. right? And you can also just go on, on the web and look up SAS, S-A-S-S. That's Single Action Shooting Society. There's a lot of information there. Also, you can go on the web and look up Dixie Desperados in, in uh, Utah. And there's we have a lot of information on our website also. So if you were if you were interested in learning more about cowboy action shooting, what it is, what it isn't, what goes into it, how you might be a part of it, sass.com is the central website. They're going to have all kinds of information there. And uh, if you ever have an opportunity, whether it is during the games in October or at a, a club that might be closer to you, wherever you happen to be listening to the show, um, check this out. Check yeah. this stuff out. It's yeah. a it's a lot of fun. The people are amazing. Yeah. The competition is just a ton of fun. If you, you know, enjoy just good natured camaraderie, just uh, again, we we keep saying about that social aspect. Cowboy action yeah. shooting really flourishes and really shines in that area. Now, I do want to focus in just a little bit on the competition part of it because at the at the World Senior Games, obviously, we're we're looking for a competition, and uh, you guys hold uh, as an organization, you guys hold events all around the country, all around the world. You can do different things. I know that when you when you show up to shoot, you shoot in what they call stages. Maybe you could describe. A standard, I know they're not standard. I know each one is unique, but explain what a stage is and what someone might do in order to go through that process. All right. A a stage is set up with usually there will be 10 pistol targets, 10 rifle, and four plus shotgun. And the, even though you're shooting 10 pistol and 10 rifle, you may only have three or four targets out there, but they're set up in a different sequence. And the rifle is the same sequence as the pistol. So, and then you'll, there in a major match, you'll shoot 12 stages. So you shoot six stages the first day and six stages the second day. And each stage is in a different, usually in a different bay. If we have, we have a very large, really nice shooting range out there. So we can have a bay for every stage. A number of places you'll have to shoot two stages in the same bay, but you'll shoot the targets differently. In a different order. Right, right. And basically you'll, the uh, posse marshal will read the, the stage so you know which targets to shoot in what order. 
Then you'll look at that and kind of get it in your mind. Then you'll go back to your gun cart and get your firearms and take them to the loading table. You'll load them up. And while you're loading, you'll be thinking through the stages again. Right. Because you, you don't want to be thinking. You don't think- want to mess up. <laughs> well, and you, and you don't want to be thinking while you're shooting because if you're thinking while you're shooting, you're slow. It's too late. It, just right? slow, it slows late. you down. Yeah. You need to have that all set in your mind. And you just, and then when they call you to the, to, like I said, when you call the, the shooter to the line, you'll stage your, rifle where it's in the appropriate place, the shotgun in the appropriate place. You'll have your pistols and your holsters. And the there's a great number of, of firearms you can use. Pistols, there's a anything 36 caliber, 38 caliber, 40, 440, 45. And you usually want to shoot your rifle in the same caliber as your pistol because after you've been shooting for a while, you realize it's very expensive to buy it at the store <laughs> and you want to reload your own. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to reload one caliber than several calibers. So. That makes sense. That does that make sense. sense. And then you stage your shotgun in the appropriate place and they'll line you up and they'll sometimes you'll have your hands in the surrender position behind your back, holding, touching your hat flat on the table or on your pistols, whatever. And as each stage is different, and like I say, each stage is written different. So you'll be looking at one thing at one stage. The next time you have to remember something totally different. And when the buzzer goes off, you start shooting as fast as you can. And uh, as accurate as you can. And, and as, you as accurate, yeah. Five-second penalty for every miss. And it, when you're through, you, hopefully you've hit every target. And... Uh, and then you go to the unloading table where you, they have someone monitor to make sure the firearms are unloaded. And that's one of the major safety things yeah. is no firearms are loaded around the range except for going to the shooting line and at the shooting line. So, Five rounds in your pistol. Yeah, there would be five rounds in the pist- in each pistol. So there's nothing under the hammer, no live rounds under the hammer. And we're never allowed to have any live rounds under the hammer until you start shooting. That makes and sense. you cannot move with the loaded firearm. So it's a basketball rule. If you're shooting your pistols and you're getting ready to move to the rifle or you need to adjust your position, you cannot have a, a round under the hammer when you oh. take a step. That is one thing that is, is worth emphasizing, I think. And, and you mentioned it, but it's worth reemphasizing. The safety aspect yes. is really incredible at these events. Right. And, and, of course, you're dealing with firearms. Right. And you you have to be careful. But I know that SASS has just uh, an incredible track record of safety. And it's because it's just built right into the whole competition. But um, – from the competition standpoint, if again, if you if you've never seen it, you just have to see it. It's, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to really put it into words until you actually watch it happen. But some of the fun things that they do, Lil, and you've seen this, yeah. so you know, is um, you know, uh, Clark was talking about you have to shoot in a certain sequence. Well, sometimes they have these these metal targets that are set up so they make a certain sound. Oh. So the sequence that you shoot might actually play a little tune. Oh. So you might have, you know, Fancy. Mary had a little lamb or something <laughs> like that, that you're, you're shooting at these targets and you know, right away when you hit the wrong note, you know, you're, you're like, Mary had, uh, and then you're like, Oh no. So there's your, your five second penalty, right? That's correct. One thing Clark didn't say is that when a shooter is actually, um, discharging his firearms when he's shooting at these targets a good shooter will do 10 rifle 10 pistol four plus shotgun in under 20 seconds when we first started 20 years ago we were you know up in the 70s and would have so many misses now the goal is to have a clean match no misses at all but in a time where if you really want to be competitive you're going to shoot those in the low 20s or under the 20s and some of our younger shooters will do it but we have uh, a friend of ours Dwayne went 
Dwayne Enns, Doc Peabody, who is in the 85 to 89 category, and he keeps up with the best of the shooters, and uh-huh. he can shoot these 10 rifle, 10 pistol, four plus shotgun in under 20 seconds. Wow. I mean, that, that really is pretty incredible. <laughs> it's really, it really incredible. Is oh, incredible. And that includes movement from one position to the next, because at our range, we do have facades with windows, doors, and you don't stand in one position very often. It's always moving from one position to the next. Wow. And that really is one of the fun things. Again, <laughs> just, just from a spectator standpoint, mm-hmm. like they do have these beautiful facades and you might have like a, a bank facade, for example. Yes. And in the bank, you might have two windows and a doorway and you have to shoot a certain number of targets through one window and then you have to safely set those guns down yes. and move over to another window and shoot a certain number of targets with a different firearm and then maybe you shoot your shotgun through the door. It's just it, it's just a ton of fun. Oh, no. I, I might hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing you do learn after competing for several years is that there's a transitioning from one point to the next or from one gun to the next. You're always – you are always moving uh, one of the guns or the other in or out of your holster or from one position. So you're thinking of that as well when you're at that loading table. You don't talk because so much of it is – knowing that you're going to put your gun down with your right hand, pick up your rifle with your left, and that is often determined by whether you're going to go to the right or the left. So there's a lot involved with each stage, and having each stage written differently also contributes to that sense of complexity and and really thought-out actions, thought-out Well, if you're going to shoot 24 or so shots in less than 20 seconds, you you really got to plan that through. That's right. Like, like uh, Clark said, if you're thinking about what's coming <laughs> next, it's too late, right? Yeah. You've, you've missed the uh, opportunity. Do you have beginners? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we do. We hmm. have, and there's a number of our shooters. First of all, we put on a what they call a, a green, green posse. posse. Every once in a while, and we just announce that from time to time whenever we have new people are interested. And also, we have a number of shooters who will take somebody under their wing and and bring them out a few become, times. Become a mentor, right? Yeah, exactly. And and let them use your firearms for a while till they get it figured out. And uh, it's so it's it really does help. And we get a lot of ladies shooting. We we have about a third. Actually, now it's more than a third of our registered shooters are ladies. Yeah. So <sighs> we get a lot of, and they're. Extremely competitive. There's a number of ladies that I cannot beat. So. The Antiochles of Absolutely. that. <laughs> now, you had talked about aliases before, and the alias really is an important mm-hmm. aspect of the, the whole organization and, and your, your identity within yeah. that organization. It's great. I'm wondering if you can tell us the story of how you got your aliases. So we'll start with, with a bit younger. All right. So <laughs> we were in in Hurricane, up at the shooting range one day, and these guys dressed in cowboy clothes were just leaving. And we asked them, well, what are you guys doing? And and they said, well, we're cowboy shooters. And one of them gave us a Cowboy Chronicle, which is a magazine that the Single Action Shooting Society puts out every month, used to put out every month. Now it's online. And so we took that. We we hadn't moved here permanently yet. We we purchased a home here, but we hadn't moved here permanently. We we're still working in Oregon. So we went back home in Oregon, and they were having the Northwest Regional at the time. So we went out to Northwest Regional, and we we watched. And I got I was hooked right away. Carol was sort of hooked, but she thought we were going to do things a little differently than we did uh, from the financial aspect sure, of it. Sure, there's yes. that element. I thought we were going to. Sh- to share guns. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so when it was over with, uh, 
we were on the way out and there's there was a booth we bought two single action revolvers at a booth and there was the SAS booth set up there and they said well to join SAS you need an alias and I had not a clue right right and so Carol just came up with this off the top of her head a little bit younger and bit younger so, <laughs> and it's stuck and it's that's it's been like that ever since and from time to time we'll be shooting someplace and Carol look at the score sheet and say, uh, that's not correct. And they'll see what's wrong. Say, she'll say, well, you've got a little bit younger, has got a 19 second score and she shoots in the mid twenties all the time. And she'll say, you've got a little bit younger for a bit younger and a bit younger for a little bit younger. <laughs> and I'm not sure how they get me to be a little bit younger and her bit younger, but it works out that way. <laughs> and actually I'm a little bit older, <laughs> but nobody needs to know nobody that. To know. No, 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 Don't no. tell your friends. No, 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 we won't. We won't. It's just it's, between us. Yeah. Just in this room. <laughs> Well, you guys, th- thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, not only for joining us today, but for your help and putting on what is a tremendous and uh, exciting event. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame yes. induction. Much deserved. Yes. And uh, obviously this year we're taking a bit of a time out and not being able to have the games. But moving forward for 2021, we anticipate having just the best ever. And I know Cowboy Action Shooting will be a big part of that. So thanks for joining yes, us today. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. So, Lil, I just, yes. I'm just going to put in one more quick little pu- okay. plug for the 50 over yep. 50. I, I already talked about it at the beginning, but head on over to the 50 over 50.com. And again, you have access to voting on the rockingest. You can find that inspiration on the fittest and the chance to nominate the change makers in your world. So check that out. The 50 over 50.com. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and we turn it into a podcast. And like all podcasts out there, you can subscribe to this one and you can find it pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. We'd love to have you take a moment. And give us a rating or even write a quick review of the show if you enjoyed it. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash theactivelife. And you can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website at seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought, Lil. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I found this and I liked it. It says, winners are not people who never fail, but people who never quit. I love that. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.